Hi, Greg Perry, the historic preservationist. Uh, welcome to episode 314. Uh, this episode, we're going to talk just a little bit about uh, Thomas Jefferson. So by the time Thomas Jefferson completed Monticello, it was close to being an old house. It took that long. All through of the Declaration of Independence, third president of the United States, and founder of the University of Virginia. Jefferson spent over 50 years on his essay in architecture. Although he didn't design or build a great number of buildings, he became one of America's most influential architects, laying the cornerstone for a new style of classical architecture suitable for the young republic and marking the end of the Georgian period. Jefferson's design for the Virginia State House Capitol, based on Maison Carré at Nem in France, which he visited while living in France, was the first to use a pure temple form for a public building. In the following years, Greek and Roman temples became symbols for public architecture in America. When Jefferson was not designing, he was advising. And while serving as president, he oversaw the construction of the new Capitol building. He also sponsored and recommended many younger architects who would later become influential, most notably Benjamin Latrobe. Thomas Jefferson was born into Virginia's aristocracy on April 13, 1743. His father, Peter Jefferson, was a wealthy plantation owner who, when he died in 1757, left his son over 7,500 acres of land in or near Almar County, Virginia. Jefferson studied to become a lawyer and attended William & Mary College in Williamsburg, Virginia. After graduating in 1762, he was privately tutored by George Wenth, one of America's foremost scholars. Wyeth was influence led Jefferson to classical literature and the writings of the Renaissance humanist, particularly Andrea Palladio's The Four Books of Architecture, which along with the earlier writings of Piney and Cairo, inspired Jefferson's concept of the ideal villa. When Jefferson was barely 26, he began building Monticello, um, Little Mountain in Italian, a language he was also studying at the time. Although his crowning achievement as an architect would be the design for the University of Virginia in Charles, Charles, uh, Charlottesville, Virginia, Monticello is where Jefferson experimented and tested his many ideas on um, the new federal style architecture. The building with the dome and the single-story portico so widely seen on the back of Nichols, was originally much smaller, with a double-story portico and a gabled roof. As he once stated, architecture is my delight, and putting up and pulling down, one of my favorite amusements. The household, it seems, grew and grew used to living among unfinished walls and, and scaffolding at all times. Jefferson, however, lived elsewhere while much of the work for many, many years was being carried out. The initial design was built 
from 1768 to 1782, the year Martha, his wife of 10 years, passed away. Following her death, Jefferson moved to France with his two daughters, Maria and Martha. In 1785, he succeeded Benjamin Franklin as Minister to France, a position he held for five years. While abroad, he was influenced by current European work, as well as achievements of antiquity. He also published numerous notes of the State House of Virginia in 1787, which contains many brilliant observations on 18th century American life. When Jefferson came back to the United States in 1790, he was appointed Secretary of State by George Washington. He remained in Washington's cabinet for four more years before returning and resuming work on Monticello, which by then was in the sad state of neglect and disrepair. He began radically altering his original plan, enlarging the main building, adding outbuildings, and erecting the now famous dome. His work on the house continued until the end of the second term as president in 1809. The porticos were not completed until 1923. During this time, he also built a second country home near Lynchburg, Virginia, which was named Poplar Forest after leaving the presidency. Jefferson threw himself into the design and organization of the University of Virginia, as well as the construction of its buildings. The university was conceived as an academic village and planned around a library based on the Pantheon. Jefferson was aided in the project by architects Benjamin Latrobe and William Thornton and continued his efforts until the year until his death. On July 4, 1826, Jefferson passed away at age 83 in his alcove bed at Monticello. It was the 50th anniversary of the signing of the Declaration of Independence. Coincidentally, John Adams passed away on the very same day with the parting word with these parting words. Thomas Jefferson still survives. Sadly, Jefferson's last years were spent attempting to pay off the tremendous debts he had incurred. The man who kept meticulous household records, unfortunately, had a bad eye for the overall state of his affairs, selling his massive library to Congress helped reduce his debt, the first books the Congress had ever had. It was not enough, however, and his beloved Monticello eventually passed from family hands. Greg Perry, the Historic Preservationist, signing out. Thanks for listening to uh, Jefferson's Monticello.